This is a Village Soundcast Network original production. This is FinCast, the official podcast of Fin, the Atlantic International Film Festival, brought to you in partnership with the Village Soundcast Network. We are Atlantic Canada's curator of epic and unforgettable stories. I'm Wayne Carter, executive director at the festival. And I'm Kumbi, a local actor and filmmaker. Join us as we talk to some of the best and brightest in Atlantic filmmaking about their films in this year's festival and take a deep dive into all the incredible national and international programming we'll be offering. You're not going to want to miss this. On this episode, we're talking to Corey Bowles about his film, Black Cop. Hey, we got uh, Corey Bowles here to talk about his film and uh, Atlantic International Film Festival Gala, Black Cop. How you doing, Corey? I'm here. Good. I'm good. <laughs> cool. Well, needless to say, we're very, very excited. Very excited for you. I mean, uh, this is first first feature for you. How's that feel? Yeah, uh, it's 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 surreal. You know, I've, I've always, I you know, you expect it's going to be. Uh, a, a big labor of love and take a lot of time of your life and creative energy and it certainly has you know you want it to be the best possible well I, I want it to be the best possible thing <laughs> it could be and um, so it's been you know right up until you know 10 minutes ago still working see it's it so funny you say that it took so long because I was just I was just telling Wayne I remember when we were shooting Studio Black and you showed us uh, Black Cop the short and that was yeah. only a couple years ago. Like that does not feel like it was a long time ago. And suddenly you've got this huge feature film. Yeah, I think I showed you the short just just over, not yeah, not even two years ago. Yeah. Wow. That I feels fast. It, yeah, it was. <laughs> that is fast. Yeah. Actually, yeah, because we were shooting. Actually, it was just we're in the summer, right? Yeah. It was just <laughs> over a year ago. It was Still just over a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So it was fast, but. It takes when you put it all together. It takes a long time. It feels like it's been forever, but yeah, it's just it's been a you know few months. So you obviously envisioned this as a feature when you were working on the short, did you? Yeah, yeah. It, originally, it's funny. Originally, the idea for Black Hawk was a feature, and then um, and then it became an idea for a short. And then I, I originally, believe it or not, I originally wanted Black Hawk to be a musical. Like the, I, oh, I, of course you did. That's that doesn't yeah. surprise me. You know what? That's something I want to talk to you about in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what it was gonna. It was gonna be uh, all done. Um, I wanted to do a, a sort of. I, I wanted to. Do, I had a lot of ideas and a lot of things I wanted to say, and it was all coming out in in lyrics and song. And then, uh, and then when I did the short, I I knew it was gonna kind of be like that. And my friend, colleague Nelson McDonald, was had sat me down and said. You need to um, finish this film two two years ago. The short. <laughs> he was like, "I like your devices here," and he's like, "You know," I was like, "Yeah, I shoot the whole thing like that." And he was like, "Why don't you?" And then that's where the short came out. And then it enabled me to go back to uh, the idea of how I wanted to shoot the feature, which was as as much as much media as possible and and different ways and mostly ways we see online and stuff. Right. We'll see how the stories we hear are told, which is by other people's phones or by chess cams or by you know, dash cams and stuff like that. Hmm. 
You know, you're, you're, you're talking about the way it was shot. You know, uh, kudos to Jeff Wheaton, man. This guy's a, just a talent. This film looks beautiful. My compliments to, to you and he. Obviously, you know, you, had, you, you obviously had in your mind what you were going for, and uh, I'm guessing he really delivered for you. He's, he's an incredible DOP. He really is, yeah. I mean, I, I've worked with him on, uh, I think, every, every piece. Um, I, I think every piece except one that I had to do mm-hmm. myself, and it was because he he didn't want to fly up to do a to do three hours in Toronto on a phone. He was like, you know, I think you can do this, man. I think you got this. Because <laughs> um, I did a little a little three minutes short of panic, but I've been collaborating with Jeff since my first feature, and it's to the point now, or first feature, first short, and it's to the point now where I can really um, we don't really need to sit down and discuss so much we both know what we want yes um we trust each other and uh we both don't take anything personally and a lot of times he he can he can tell me what i'm thinking when i'm not when i don't know i'm thinking it you know it's like one of those things where where you say that which is really that he's got an amazing eye and then i just go that that's fantastic but Mm. yeah he's uh and he's really he's really respectful about what what you want and he fights to create that he always challenges himself and that's i love being around people that do that yeah the film looks beautiful people watching the trailer may see a number of familiar faces from from yeah, one halifax si- one sitting across the table from me <laughs> well, no, not just that but i i mean i feel like i have so many friends in this movie um and that's obviously because you you are also friends with them, and I'm, is that was that a choice or? Um, well, I mean, yeah, it was. You know, we had to do, we we had to audition, but there were there were certainly people we had in mind, and there were some surprises that that happened. I mean, I think everyone had happened. I, I really wanted to work with Christian Murray, and uh, there's a few other people. It was like a no brainer that I, I wanted to work with, um, but. Um, Sorry, I just seem to be getting um, my 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 producer friend Garrett is calling me right now <laughs> uh, from Toronto, who wants to talk about feature two. <laughs> um, he, so anyway, I was really happy to 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 get everyone in, and especially a lot of this film is shrouded in, and sort of accompanied with phone calls and, mm-hmm. in a in a talk show that he's listening to. So everybody is local. I got as many. It's like a who's who of of people and those were just things I I called people sent them messages say hey can you come in and do this phone call so it was pretty funny everyone just showed up <laughs> and did their phone call and left it so it's like we we have loads of people throughout it's I was I was thinking about that when I was watching it were a lot of those scripted or uh, did a lot of that sort of just kind of happen uh, you know off the cuff you gave a concept and or or was a lot of that really scripted for you a lot of it was quite scripted. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm. That, there'd, be t- there'd be times when I get some extra things where I just throw something at them to say. But most of the time, yeah, it was it's pretty. The, the film is surprisingly true to the script, and uh, usually I like to go off quite a bit and play. But this uh, this was quite on. It was crazy. Uh, yeah, because there, there's a lot in there, um, and you know, you mentioned a little earlier that uh, you know you it, it was originally perceived as a musical, and something I wanted to mention to you. I, I know you're you know you're a, a multi-talented artist, and I know music's a really big thing for you and a big part of your life. Music's a really really big thing in this film too. I thought the music was incredible. Tell me a little bit about some of the folks who were involved in uh, in in making the uh, the score. 
well. The, Other than actually, you. <laughs> is, uh, well, thanks. Actually, what's interesting is the score in this film is not what's in the new one. Uh, that was what that was what you saw. It was actually temp. Yeah. Um, and this the score, uh, but I'm still working with uh, the composer. Um, his name is Dylan. I actually met him through the Canadian Film Center. I went to the Canadian Film Center, and I still do a lot of work with them. They bring me up to do some of the projects for the Actors Conservatory or some of the new writers that are leaving. They'll bring directors up to do their pieces. So I still stay in touch with them, and I, I work with a lot of their actors as well. Um, and they had put me in touch with... Uh, I had originally went for the micro-budget with them and AFCOOP, and um, I'd choose. And I, I went with AFCOOP because it was home, and the CFC were like, let's do something together. So I went through the Slate Music Fund, and they put me together with uh, with this player, Dylan. And he, he, he Dylan Balzasero, he's so good. Hmm. Uh, and the stuff he has now is like the stuff we had was really moody and I had this one piece and I sort of played it throughout and then he took uh, he just he upped the ante on the score it's so it, it, it sort of I didn't think he could, he could do something stronger but oh that's yeah. exciting um, <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool yeah well and, uh, the music although we got a lot of great we got one band called Zeal and Arter who basically gave us the whole album yes um, and that's uh, the sort of black spiritual metal that's playing through the movie mm-hmm. yep. is courtesy of them yeah and that and stuff it, that stuff is really still great. in the film right oh it absolutely yeah. is yeah okay yeah alright good because uh, yeah that, that was some pretty kick-ass stuff I, as I said you know music music for me is an integral part to any film I see and, uh, and I'm always always very excited when I see a filmmaker who has a real uh, musical ear some filmmakers do more than others and uh, it was obviously something you were bringing to the table Oh well, thanks. I mean, it's been it's been really difficult. You know, usually, um, especially you know, you get once you get into feature filmmaking, obviously you get into licensing and whatnot. And there was one song in there that uh, was thirty seconds, yeah. and we, you know, it was a forty thousand dollar license fee. And we were just like, you know, that's like a third of our budget. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, no, thirty seconds. So we ended up actually uh, we ended up getting three or four original tunes. Um, as a result, which was which is a really quite an amazing thing too. Oh, you know, that's cool. Uh, yeah, it's really and and super strong and in places where there might not have been music before in the movie too. So it's cool. So yeah. I, I, you know, I again another question I had for you. I, this film is very. Uh, it has a very defined sort of point of view, and and you know, you you obviously are are all over this movie. And so when when it's a first time feature, I'm always curious who are your influences. Uh, you know, uh, you know, who are the filmmakers that you sort of kind of uh, put up on the pedestal and say, you know, the these are the folks I've really sort of learned a whole lot from. Uh, I'm I'm curious. Oh, okay. Um, well, uh, I. I uh, young Spike Lee, yeah, early Spike Lee stuff. I was really, really into Spike Lee and John Singleton. Yeah, who were when I was young, they were young, and uh, I really liked um, how they attacked certain social concepts and, and made movies out of them. Obviously, they made a narrative story that was that was interesting and didn't really preach. I really like. Yeah. Um, Barry Levinson. Yeah, a lot of a lot uh, of times, you know, back to your point, a lot of times with with a bit of a satirical edge too, right? Yeah, you know, and, and that that's that's uh, that's the razor walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, that's like I mean, he, he, you know, someone like Barry Levinson had done Wag the Dog, which to me was just 
a, a superb movie. Yeah, it's a fantastic and, movie. Um, I'm really into. Uh, I, I love uh, newer directors. I love Ava DuVernay. This is a late, mm. a late director, but really, uh, I saw her movie Middle of Nowhere when I was at CSC, and I just thought, wow, this she's amazing. And I really studied a lot of what she did. And um, uh, I always tell people uh, that two of my favorite directors on the planet. Um, are Heather Young and Ashley McKenzie from oh, here. There you I, go. I really, those are <laughs> two directors that when I, whenever I see their work, um, it really makes me want to do a lot better. Well, that's you know? really cool. So, I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure yeah, that makes I, them feel very happy to hear you say that. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. I mean, I tell them all the time. I mean, I think they're just, they just roll their eyes and be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 you know? but it's Have true. you seen like, Milk? I, I mean, I've watched uh, not yet. That's one of the things know. I think I'm most excited for to see at uh, the yeah. Atlantic International Film Festival this year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Indeed. So uh, you know, so uh, obviously, uh, you know, you've you've uh, you know you've landed at TIFF. You're at uh, Atlantic International Film Festival. I think this film's going to have some real uh, some real legs for you. So uh, who knows where you're going to go with this? This must feel like like uh, an exciting time. <laughs> It, it's an exciting time, you know. We we have some uh, we have some other announcements that we'll be able to say soon. I That's guess, great. But uh, so far, it's it's got a pretty amazing run. If it stopped where it stops now, uh, I'll be really really satisfied. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> this be, is be, probably because I, I feel like it's the first. You know, I, I've never expected it. And, I don't think you have you to know. be too concerned about that, Corey. I I, 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 no, I, I think this is kind of the beginning. I, I don't think you need to be too concerned about that. But Corey, you never just wear one hat. So what else are you? What else are you doing right now? <laughs> um, oh, well, right now I'm about to go to Toronto tomorrow to. Uh, I have a uh, dance piece with Motion Dance that's performing on Thursday. That's opening Thursday up there um, for da- a festival dance made in Canada. And um, yeah, I think. That's that's it. I'm tr- I'm trying to stop. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm sort of. I had an audition that I put in tonight for something else that I, I was saying I, I can't do it, and they were kind of you know they called and said we want you to do it. But other than that, like I, I I'm really trying to open up my schedule because it's been it's actually filling up really quick this fall because of this movie, and I really want to be able to focus on it. I mean, I love I love doing a lot of hats, but it's like. I'm getting older, man. I'm getting so tired. <laughs> like everything. You know what I mean? Well, I this, I mean, like, I yeah, feel I'm like two years ago, this this film, or even a year ago, it felt so, so topical and so relevant, and now it's just Ooh. more so. Like, it just is more important, which is almost bittersweet, really, but it's... Now, sort of yeah. cir- circling yeah. back a little bit on on, on Black Cop, uh, tell me about the lead the lead actor. Where where did he come? He's, he's tremendous. Where did he come from? I'm at... Ronnie Rowe Jr. Um, I, my first piece at the CFC. Um, oh no, kidding! I yeah, he came in and played a scout on one of my short films, uh, Free Throw, and he, you know, I was just having the hardest time finding people, and he came in at last minute, and he he didn't really fit the description of everyone that was brought in, but he just came in. He was the one sort of you know black sheep. Yeah, they kind of came in, and I was just like, "This is the guy." Like, and he came in, and it was with a group. Like, I call it's funny because I call this pack of Toronto. I call this group Black Pack. 
right? <laughs> my kids are my like. There's a, they've all everyone that I've done films with in Toronto and a few down here. They're just people I've been. I, I constantly go to. So he and a couple of other artists. Um, it was kind of their first real sort of gritty co-starring role with four people, and except one had done was in film Blackbird here. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I met him from there and he's been great. And I've worked with everybody else and I hadn't quite worked with him yet. And I originally, Black Hawk was originally going to be, we were talking to a few uh, actors about it a while back and he was an early name. And then, um, you know, you get caught up in the whole, uh, oh, you want a name? And a name, Mahershala Ali came up and that was before Moonlight got big and wow. there was things like that. And, you know, you're talking to their agents and stuff. And then I, I, been working with someone and then that unfortunately fell or it unfortunately fell apart uh, because they had another project but it was also really fortunate for me and I knew right away I was just like you know I, I started this with Ronnie in mind and I ended up with Ronnie and I felt I promised myself I'd never uh, I'd never not listen to my instinct again hmm. you know <laughs> took, took six months and I got Ronnie back where he should have been so he came in and he uh he did way more than I could have ever imagined. He really made that character come alive to the point where I just, a lot of times I was following his lead. Like I just, he knew where he was going. He knew where to go. Um, and we both sort of went through pretty hard together. It was great. He's, but, he's amazing. Well, he's practically on screen for the entire film. So, uh, you know, and, and yeah. uh, you know what, you, you can't take your eyes off of him. He's, uh, he's, he's completely magnetic. So your, your gut instinct was right because, uh, yeah, he's, he's tremendous in this film. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks. no, uh, you might, yeah, you must <laughs> be very happy about that. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't, you know, I'll, I'll see, I've been really, really, uh, I've been really, really fortunate with the people who've been, in my work like they've been I've been really fortunate with people who've really gone through from back to the kids I had in the scavengers to Gary LeVert in, in Heart of Rhyme to, to Ronnie everyone at Black Hawk is just they really they they brought it's a weird little project and on paper it's it's interesting and strange and shooting it is even <laughs> even harder and more different they really brought uh, it, yeah it was amazing I'm just in awe of it what, what, what was your shooting schedule how many days did you shoot? Twelve. Wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. Those those must have been twelve twenty four hour days, were they? No. Uh, well, no, because we we shot in November, so we lost light at four thirty. Wow. I feel like you did so many things that be, people tell you not to do when you're shooting like a lower budget project. You've got tons of locations, tons of actors. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you because you can. It's just a matter of, um, you know, I was lucky because it, there's, a, you know, one person does carry it. But the I thought at first I said we have so many easy camera angles. We just got GoPros and this and that. And then all of a sudden we have to shoot with a GoPro and nothing else, and then shoot with a dash cam and nothing else, and then shoot with a phone and nothing else, and then shoot with our A cam and nothing else. And it was like, but we really, really uh, we prepped really hard for it. Like we. And that, and I, I will give that to, uh, you know, my my producer Aaron Horton and Morgan Salter. They worked together to really mm. be able to make this happen. Like we, we originally had eleven days, and I was demanding another. <laughs> like, I was like, I, How I was dare like, you one, demand one, another one, day? One, one more, yeah. You know, <laughs> like, and then, but then we we got that day, but we didn't go. We finished. Uh, we we struggled with the light. We had a lot of challenges for sure. Um, 
but you know it was a really amazing crew we knew we had we wanted to be relaxed all the way through and just not rush anything um and we got there with a lot of patience and we against our better judgment at times when we would have one hour left in the day and we needed to do a pretty big scene we would we would just wait until we got what we needed and we did it and then a lot of that too is um you know it's it's a lot it done with the editing with pulling that story out we you you come back and you're like wow we don't have we did 12 days and mm-hmm. think we don't have enough and then it <laughs> turns out actually you can you can build the story with what we had we had everything we needed and well, you, well, people you, are very, very excited about Yeah, you, you built an incredible story and did a tremendous film. Corey, I know how busy you are, and you know what? I know you need to get back to your producers calling you about feature number two. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, I, I just wanted to, you know, on behalf of us here, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to chat about Black Cop. As I said, we are very, very excited to have it as a gala at this year's Atlantic International Film Festival. Uh, we know the audience is going to go crazy for it. Thank you so much for taking the time. Hey, thank you very much, and it's a real, uh, it's quite an honor to have a gala. It's, uh, it's, it's really exciting, and it's, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so, awesome. Thanks, thanks, thanks so much. All right, man. See ya. Okay. Right. Ciao. Thanks again to Corey Bowles for talking to us about his film, Black Cop. And join us again on our last episode when we talk to Gwyneth Christoffel, Melanie Wood, and Wanda Nolan about the Real East Coast Shorts Gala and their films in it. This has been FinCast, brought to you in partnership with the Village Soundcast Network. And if you want to know more uh, about tickets, about showtimes, visit finfestival.ca. We'll catch you next time. This was a Village Soundcast Network original production.